It's the Off Grid Prep Things Podcast. Hey everybody, it's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Yeah. Episode 47. So many preps, so little time. It can be a little bit overwhelming, uh, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or especially now, do you have prepper overwhelm? Uh, no. No. Well, sometimes. Are visions of mylar bags and fish antibiotics swimming around your head? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you suffering for, from paralyzing perfection? Mm, I do yeah. that a lot. Like, yeah. I don't want to move forward unless I can do it perfectly. Yes. So then I just don't do anything at all. Absolutely. But I think about it a lot, mm-hmm. especially from like 2 to 5 a.m. That's mm-hmm. really helpful. Um, it can also seem like maybe it's too late and you might as well not bother. Yeah. With inflation. Early on, we had that feeling a lot. Now it's like you go to buy anything and it's three times as much as it should be. And you're like, oh, whatever. Five years ago, even uh, just a few years ago, like before the pandemic, canola oil was five ninety nine a jug. It, sometimes it would gallon. go on sale for two ninety nine yeah. a gallon. So on average... Let's say it was four bucks a gallon. Yeah. Today at the store it was nineteen dollars. Yeah, eighteen ninety nine. Wow. But and it's poison. Like it's it not poison. even good for you. But the olive oil, the gallon of olive oil beside it was only twenty four ninety nine. Like it hasn't Which skyrocketed Which is it's at more, all. but it's not as much. Not as much. So yeah. It's like, I don't know. I'm trying to get you to buy olive oil because I don't think so. I that's feel good like strategy. That's not the plan. But okay. Um, it can feel hopeless. It can be deflating, especially now with the yeah. price of everything. Yeah. But we're hoping that you aren't feeling like that or we're here to give you hope if you are. Yeah. There's lots of deals still. Yeah. And, and you the know. More things, though, our son analyzes finance and he said that he expects a serious uh, fall in the price of consumer goods next year, mm-hmm. which we've seen other yeah. people talking about that because... They overproduced during the pandemic to achieve wild profits, and now that nobody has any money. Yeah. <laughs> so, so now there's all these goods sitting in warehouses. Deals, and then it'll be land and houses, yeah. like, and you need to be poised for the deals. Yeah, be ready, be patient. So, yeah, so... So part of prepping is just being aware of these things. Yeah, Probably keeping an eye on things. Quite possibly the largest and most important part of preparing is preparing yourself Yeah. for inevitable things that happen if you if you pay attention and other people are like wow i would never have thought and you're Mm -hmm. like have you not watched any reports in the last six to 12 months like really are you only watching nbc and of course things mostly are lies cbc is totally going to tell you the truth right (laughs) you'll be totally prepared for anything if you just listen to cbc if you watch you know get a sense of what's happening in the world you can start to predict these trends and uh it is possible. It yeah. is possible to, to be ready for things. Yeah. We have a three-step plan mm. for prioritizing your preps and sticking to the plan instead of getting distracted by every clearance bag of rice you stumble upon. Mm. But first, we should talk about One Year Food. That's our latest book. It's available on Amazon, fifteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You can print it yourself if you get it on our site. It's about half the price, but then you have to print it. Yeah. Frankly, who has time for that? Uh, it talks you through a whole year of food storage for a large family or like if you have a large mag or people that are relying upon you. 
and it gives you the lists and the inventories, the recipes you can make, how often, little checklists for checking them off, and even some guides for growing the majority of it yourself. And you can get it on Amazon today, one year of food, or you can get it on our site, offgribprepfamily.com. Mm-hmm. So priorities. Step one, come to terms with the fact that it is not going to get any cheaper. No, outside of crazy deals, which do happen, Yeah. generally most things, it's, it's going to keep going up. Yeah, you have to get rid of that normalcy bias. It's really tough, especially if you're the one who's used to doing the grocery shopping and you have it in your head how much things should cost mm-hmm. per pound or per ounce or whatever. The prices are crazy and they're only going to get worse. Yeah. And the shortages are real. Mm-hmm. We have experienced that a lot this year. This is our first formula baby. Mm. And there's a formula shortage. Like right after he was born. It's amazing. We had six yeah. babies who didn't need formula yeah. and one who does. And of course, that's when there's a formula shortage. Serious formula shortage. Yeah. Like we had to, get we had to have our to friends and relatives mm-hmm. like finding us the specific formula that he needed yeah. as his little tummy could take. And yeah. it was a thing. It was a big stressor. Um, Today was cornstarch. Yeah, there's no cornstarch. There was no cornstarch. The whole section's empty. Just like random. Gone. Just not there. And what was it at Canadian Tire last week? Grease. Like for tractors. Oh, yeah. Like tubes of grease that you put into a grease gun. Yeah. The entire shelf was gone. And the guy said it was six months. It's been six months. Six months since they've had grease. They also didn't have the large like five gallon pails of oil. Like if you had like heavy equipment. Yeah. They've been gone. It's just the whole section is just empty. At least in the grocery store, they have the decency of shuffling the sh- the shelves around so it doesn't look bare and sad. Yeah. But in Canadian Tire, they don't care. They no. just leave the shelves empty so it looks really sad. Forlorn. Like, what are you supposed to do? I don't know. I don't know. What's the substitute for grease? Like, in electric chainsaws, if you uh, don't have chainsaw oil, we use vegetable oil. Vegetable oil. You can use just about any thin oil yeah. in electric chainsaws. But for grease... I had to... So we bought a mountain bike off of Amazon mm-hmm. and in true uh, it ticked all the boxes yeah. aluminium frame disc brakes you know it had all the things um, but after two years of teenage kids riding it pretty hard on the yeah. gravel dusty driveway one day I go out to move it and I hear this creak 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 and I start <laughs> looking at it and I'm like What's wrong with this hub and what's wrong with the pedal crankshaft and everything's lo- what? So I tear the thing apart and in true false economy fashion, even though it ticked all the boxes, yeah, it was only five hundred dollars, even with an aluminum frame, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like they intentionally didn't seal the bearings. Yeah, they made sure to do something wrong, so, so you'd have to buy a new you've one. You've got bearings that are <laughs> emptying of grease slowly, constantly. Yeah, but. In what I'm going to say, real prepper fashion, I said, you know what? I'm not having it. Yeah. So I tore apart the wheel hubs on the counter. Never done this before. And uh, all the little balls came falling out. Yeah. Tiny little steel balls. I'm still finding rattled. them in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> rattled all over the counter. Yeah. And I used Vaseline. Yeah. And it worked for, I guess, like six months now. Yeah. And they still ride the you know what out of the bike grease would be better grease would be better but we have yeah. things stored that are okay actually in one of the bearings redundancy in one of them i ran out of vaseline i used vicks 
<laughs> I did. It was mixed. It's a mentholated Because it's Vaseline. It's a I bet you it yeah. keeps the bugs away. Ooh, have oh, have we come maybe. up with something yeah. like a anti-insect yeah. bike? Yeah, but like I, I love that you, everyone, you, every so often you hear stories of like, this guy had a steam-powered whatever. Right. He burned wood and drove his truck around. Right. Like, this is what people did during depressions. Yeah. And so I feel like we should be preparing that way. It's yeah. like opening our Just minds. Just your mind. How else like, can I do this? How else can I do this? Yeah. And that's a really important step. Instead of step. just lamenting the fact that... that it doesn't work it anymore. Doesn't, make it any. work. Yeah. Figure out a way to make it work. That's awesome. I thought so. <laughs> the mentholated bike. Yeah. So basically, if you are still in the habit of looking at things from a viewpoint of two or five or ten years ago prices, you're not going to buy anything. No. Um... Like, I still feel like ground beef should be 99 cents a pound, <laughs> and I feel like I'm not going to buy it unless it is, yeah. but I'm also not going to eat bugs. Yeah, so, so we're happy to pay $4.99 a pound for the nice, local, organic, yeah. grass-fed. Yeah, yeah I'm good beef, with that. The beef we buy is stamped. Like, it's yeah. inspected meat. We, it, we're not cutting yeah. any corners, but we found a couple of sources. If you buy it in People big enough quantities. People raise their own cows. They feed them potatoes here because... They do. There's potatoes. Actually, we've been buying milk lately, and we've been talking about that mm-hmm. and making cheese out of it, and it's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get lots of butter and we're cheese. We're getting better at it. We're getting faster. We're we're noticing the price points and what it costs to buy cheese versus doing it ourselves. And, and the gas saving, to go get that yeah, milk is getting... Yeah, we're saving a little bit of money. Yeah. The only reason we're saving money is because uh, we, we don't charge for our time. Right. So it's like an activity. Really, the only way to do your own cheese and milk... Of, if economically is to have your own cows yeah anyway uh what i was getting at is we had two amish milk suppliers mm-hmm. these two families who would save five gallons each every week for us and one of them was noticeably yellower than the other yeah. which is good yeah it, it makes a nice more butter. butter and yeah. more cream and i discovered that that family was feeding their cows rolled oats Mm. i actually haven't told you this yet interesting when we went there on friday the other family the the north one Mm -hmm. they feed them corn oh yeah and the corn fed cows don't produce as much now this could be due to the variety of corn right when they do it the time of the year the animal itself a funny side to that is i was talking to the girl who filled the bucket for us and she was kind of bashful about it she said i'm really sorry i only have 18 liters not the 20 mm-hmm. or 23 or whatever we get in a pail and as i said no that's okay don't worry about it she said no the, the cows they uh they got out into the corn patch and um they ate too much so they don't produce as so they much don't produce it, like they had tummy ache oh that's funny <laughs> <laughs> but, interesting yeah so there's so many factors and yeah. once again part of preparing is just rolling with it yeah have alternate sources yeah. you know i can buy cheese i can also make it myself mm-hmm. i have all the stuff to do that we yeah. know how now yeah. or we could just buy it at the store yeah. you just keep pivoting back and forth whatever makes the most sense yeah i literally have cans of freeze-dried food in my pantry right now that are older than some of my children and i think about how cheap they are compared to the fresh grocery store equivalent today Mm -hmm. and i kick myself for not buying more at the time and at the time that can of freeze-dried eggs was really steep yeah 
and it worked out to 33 cents an egg. And now I specifically doing, remember doing the math. <laughs> I can't buy eggs at the grocery store for that price. I can't buy them for three times that price. No. So there you go. It's yeah. not going to get cheaper. It's not going to get cheaper. No. And you just have to come to terms with the fact that it's not going to get cheaper mm -hmm. and just move forward. So step one is realizing that now you're not helping yourself by winning another day. So step two is assess your gaps. This is tricky. Have an honest look at your preps and figure out where your gaps are. You can download our pantry inventory or the one year of food and see where you're at just compared to where we like to be. Yeah. Um, don't get bogged down in doing a full inventory because frankly, you don't have the luxury of time if that's going to take you a week. Yeah. If you have basically nothing, be honest with yourself about that. And you'll really be surprised at how much it takes just to, just to sustain one person for any real length of time. Same with water and household supplies and toiletries, batteries, first aid. It's a lot of stuff. So you probably don't have as many weeks worth as you think. Um, some people encourage a three-step approach. Building a three-day emergency supply, a bug out bag then a two-week supply, then three months, six months, 12 months, whatever. That's a great approach during normal times, but this is not normal times. In my opinion, we need to be more aggressive and more strategic. Mm -hmm. You can't spend $300 on bug out bags and three-day supplies if you don't have rice and beans and eggs and oats in your pantry like yeah. to last a few months there's a lot of false stuff out there where yeah it makes it seem luxurious where people live in vans and cars <laughs> and buses and yeah and if you just have your swiss army knife and some uh some wilderness skills right we've talked about this before the the, the true step one of being prepared is being a land that you own there is that the most it's the most difficult thing for an organized evil society t to take from you mm -hmm. not that they won't and then they haven't they have many times in the past but it's the most difficult yeah like it's easy to take somebody living in their bus in a walmart parking lot yeah. and say no get out out you get we don't have any more walmart and we've Goodbye. lived in a motor home we, we have, have. we did tough. the extended vacation it's nearly impossible it's impossible nobody it wants you there it's so, so much money. expensive and you're constantly looking for the next place to be and, and it's exhausting and we did it when gas was 80 cents a liter i can't imagine doing it now I, yeah it's ridiculous yeah so uh these are not normal times it's not the time to build your ultimate 300 dollars bug out bag mm -hmm. uh we're gonna ask you to look at the four basic categories first if you want to use the old adage, it's beans, bullets, and band-aids. But we all know that before any of that comes water. Yeah. If you don't have water, like, mm -hmm. you're not going to make it. So water, beans, mm -hmm. bullets, and band-aids. Fortunately, we live in a time now where water still comes from the sky in most places. And most places, it's not illegal to catch it yet. And if you live somewhere where it is, please move. Please move. You're in the wrong place. That's a that sign place, that all those things are bad. It's going down. That's that's a trigger yeah, that's a right Portland, there. Portland, <laughs> Oregon thing right there. So to be a bit gentler, we're talking about water, yeah. food, defense, and first aid. Mm -hmm. So within the food category, I also include all those other things like toilet paper, dish soap, baby wipes, toothpaste. Speaking of which, uh, we should probably get to our next sponsor. Hmm. Yeah. So our first sponsor of the day is Jace Medical. 
It's emergency antibiotics for traveling or your emergency kit. It's available in Canada and the USA. You can get life-saving antibiotics and thorough instructions for your family at Jace Medical. And if you go to our friends and affiliates page, offgridprepfamily.com, click on the friends tab, you can get 15 bucks off. And if you have coverage, you can probably get that reimbursed at least partially, which is an even better deal. Yeah, it is. Our second sponsor is Thrive Life Foods. Uh, Thrive Life makes it easy to stock your shelves with food that stays fresh. They make really high-quality freeze-dried foods from natural ingredients. Mm -hmm. Vitamins and nutrients are locked in, so your food stays fresh for years. Up to 25 years. Mm-hmm. You can get the uh, coupon code uh, on the link on our friends page, and you can get 15% off your first order. And they've got a bunch of good specials this month. Peaches and corn. Everybody loves that nice. freeze-dried corn. It's mm -hmm. awesome. So step two... We we're talking about water, beans, bullets, and band-aids. Mm -hmm. Look at these four categories, and if there's one thing where you have zero or nearly zero preps, get something in that category. Some people like to just prep the fun category, mm -hmm. and that's no way to roll. If you have no plan for defending your family and supplies, just stop and get something in place. It could be closed-circuit cameras, motion sensors, some sort of self-defense tool, even landscaping that doesn't look terribly friendly or accessible, right? Or a couple well-placed no trespassing signs. Yeah. We and have it, some funny ones in our store. <laughs> <laughs> and it really does start with preparing yourself. Yeah. Like, I would say the most important step in preparation is just being aware of things. Just not being like, oh, figuring I'm out, at the whim of yeah, the universe. figuring out how your neighbors work, why... This yeah. is this is like a study into how human like humans behave. Yeah, and human dynamics, and then you know when something's a little off. Yeah. Um, Hone your, honing your instincts. Yeah, really. and like personal protective things like pepper spray or bear spray if that's legal where you live. Always having just like a basic everyday carry on you, and teaching your older kids to do the same. Mm -hmm. Those are things that you should be doing to tick off that box on a very basic level yeah and and teaching like we teach our kids as well when when it's appropriate how to read people yeah you know why they're doing what they're doing our kids are way better at the rbf than i am what's an rbf the resting face oh <laughs> because i apparently have the tell me your life story and ask me for money face still yes i just can't get rid of it mm -hmm. and our kids are way better at just dead-eyeing strangers <laughs> we, went, we went to the dentist the other day for the first time in a while and our oldest daughter i took the girls and our oldest daughter well she was in there i was with i was with the youngest and I went in to check on the old eldest, and she, right away, I was like, whoa, she is dominating this dental hygienist. Yes, she was terrified. She was, this poor little dental hygienist, <laughs> who was much older than her, like almost my age, was just terrified of this girl. And she was like, she was stuttering and like over-enunciating and making sure yeah. she was being polite. And later on, I recapped, and I was like, honey, what were you doing? She was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I said I kind of described you know you were like really being pushy not pushy but just like assertive yeah RBF girls yeah are assertive very assertive and I always tried to be assertive and I've never been able to pull that off uh, but isn't that great the mm -hmm. girls are 
And so I described, and once she it clicked, what she appeared, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she said, "Oh no, I was really nervous." <laughs> but her default was to be was a shield. Yeah, and I was, and mine is to be a pushover. And I was super proud of that. So that's step one, yeah. isn't it? it really uh, do you is. want to talk about band aids as a category? Yeah, I mean it's easier to look because it's not very fun. Yeah. I don't remember the last time I used a Band-Aid. The other day, I skinned my knuckles and I just bled out for a while and <laughs> forgot about tape. it. Electrical <laughs> tape. No. If it's really bad, electrical tape. And if I've, it's really, really bad, crazy glue. Well, where we where we grew up, it was really arid. Yeah. It was almost high desert, like Colorado yeah. area. And here, it's really humid. So I find it's you really have to air your cuts out. Yeah, you do. A Band-Aid is only a temporary thing. Because it gets gross It does. Fast. Yeah, um, if you let it. But if you don't have a well-stocked first aid kit, you can go to the dollar store, which they sell Band-Aid brand Band-Aids. There's a lot of stuff at the, at dollar, the dollar store, store. for first aid. And our dollar stores are crap compared, compared to, to the states, for yeah. sure. Even we, other provinces. Yeah. yeah. And you can go to the drugstore, just buy everything you need. Don't worry about quick clot and sutures and tourniquets and all the fancy stuff if yeah. you don't have the basics like Tylenol and Band-Aids. Yeah. Uh, in all likelihood, you aren't going to be dealing with trauma situation it's going to be boo-boos and fevers and tummy aches which can add up and yeah. add a lot of stress yeah and if you have the basics on that squared away uh next we can talk about beans sure so when i'm thinking about my pantry on a very basic level i'm looking for water carbs fat protein basic toiletries mm-hmm. i would not recommend moving on to fruits and nuts and chocolate chips if you have not yet stored a year's worth of oil flour oats rice beans protein the great thing is that most of that stuff is super easy and still pretty cheap to stock up on quickly. Flour has gone up, but it's still not that expensive of the food. And if you're wondering what a year's worth of food looks like in a general sense, I would recommend checking out a year of food, one year of food, or our food storage calculator spreadsheet. It's two bucks on our website in our store. Yeah, it's really, it's really in depth. Yeah, you can customize that on the spreadsheet and include your meals and what your family eats and calculate up your grocery list really quick. Mm-hmm. So give after giving these areas a real, realistic look, you're going to have a better idea of where you need to spend your energy to get the most prepared you can as quickly as possible because that's what we need to do these days. Step three is make a plan and stick to it. Yeah. This is not the time to get distracted with beekeeping. Yeah. If you know it's only, <laughs> it's going to cost you $40 to buy a year's worth of sugar, do not put $400 worth of bees. At least. Yeah. <laughs> and which ties into our recent cheese making experiences. Yeah. Once we did the math and accounted for some gas, not accounting for our time, yes. which is two days. Yeah. We're hoping we can do it in one day tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to try and really blast through it tomorrow in one day. It takes a long time to make so cheese. So we're talking 10 gallons of milk. We get approximately $117 worth of dairy from it. Yeah. More if you're counting the fact mm-hmm. that it's like grass-fed and local and yeah. blah 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 But let's be honest. If I was at the grocery store right now, I'd be buying the cheapest butter. The cheapest whatever cheese. You whatever on. was on sale. We're lucky. So that's what I compare it to. Yeah. We, we get our milk from the Amish so yeah. they don't really they use some chemicals and some yeah. things but not with their cows they yeah. feed them hay and oats or hay and corn depending yeah. on the family and we pay $50 for the 10 gallons of milk mm-hmm. and we end up getting about $117 for the product out of it yeah 
So it's not a lot. We weighed it like to the gram last week. We Cream, did. butter, ricotta, yeah. Now it's all cheese. enormously high quality. It's a very, very good. The It the, is labor intensive though. We use a culture that we bought online. Right. So once we bought the culture and it was, was $10. $10 so that really ate into the but single we, batch. But we keep using it over and over again. Yeah. So that's no longer an issue. And that was a leap. That was a leap of faith to yeah. like... Maybe we can use this culture again because it is not cost effective to buy ten dollars every single every week. Yeah, that's crazy. But it worked out. There were other things we could do: yogurt or cream cheese, and it's just not. We do eat a lot of yogurt in the summer. Yeah. I guess when we have a lot of like cucumbers and tomatoes and stuff, like it goes with the yeah. food. But in the winter, we only really use yogurt or sour cream as like a dollop on yeah. borscht or something. Yeah. So it's not worth it to put in the effort. Yeah. So. It, we're making, let, let's say we're saving 50 bucks, but we're putting in two days of really hard labor. Yeah. You don't so really get anything else done in the kitchen you, No, those two the days. whole weekend. It's not even like canning where you put it in and then an hour later you come out. It's like, yeah. it's pretty labor intensive. So this is like kind of apocalyptic stuff. And the only way it would work economically, if you could, if you could still buy cheese and mm -hmm. milk and butter, mm -hmm. is if you owned your own cow. Yeah. And you could keep getting that cow pregnant. Yes, reliably. So you have to have a bull or several Because we do bulls, know people got... who have cows mm -hmm. for dairy, and the next year that cow doesn't get bred. It's open, and That's they right. try to breed it, and they pay for AI, and just for whatever reason it doesn't take. Mm -hmm. And then you're feeding a cow for another year, mm -hmm. but you're not getting anything out of it. Yeah, and that assumes you can buy feed. So all of this prepping stuff, you, you it's can't a system. help... It's a system. You it's can't all a system. Asking the big questions, and we were very surprised. Like, what do we pay per kilogram for cheese? It's like eighteen. About for eighteen cheese. for good cheese, or a fifteen for like not so great cheese. Yeah, so we're talking ten bucks a pound. Right? I don't know how much a pound is. Two point two. The best I can get is fourteen ninety nine per kilogram. Yeah. Okay. So fifteen dollars a kilogram for this stuff. I'll do the math. Yeah. Fourteen ninety-nine. You say a pound's two point two. Yeah. Oh. Divided by two point two. Sorry, it's late, folks. <laughs> Six eighty-one per pound is okay. our best yeah. price for cheese right now. And we get meat cheaper than that right now. See what we just eat. We meat? buy meat exactly. You might yeah. as well eat meat. So for the amount of effort it takes to make cheese, you'd have to be really hooked on cheese. And we're paying premiums. So these this is part of preparing because it's, it's always not... it's always being ready to be like, you know what, this is good. I'm glad I have the skill. Yeah. I'm glad I have the equipment. I've figured it out, but I'm gonna set this to the side now mm -hmm. and put in some more long term stores. Because like a really important part of this, and I've said this a few times this episode, preparing is preparing your mind and your mm -hmm. and what how you see things and yeah. how you understand things you and have to be flexible and make good choices and not be married to something that you did no and, and i personally couldn't have cared less in school right i could go in as a kid or as a young adult and knock off an 80 and leave because it was just the dumbest, dumbest stuff garbage <laughs> however now yeah. I feel like I'm in hard school. Right. Like you're making decisions that affect your life in Constantly. real time. And a bad decision at this point can be quite costly. We lost two two wheels of cheese? A wheel and a half. We lost a wheel and a half to cheese to yeast. 
to yeast. Because we had our sourdough starter in the yeah, fridge at the same like time. That's $75 worth of cheese. We lost. We ate it. Well, we cooked it. We yeah. did find a recipe You can cook it. And it and kills the yeast. Yeah. And it's kind of a soft piece of cheese. But it's not the way that you would want no, to eat it. No, it's not. Yeah. So there, there are many, many factors and preparing, really preparing means learning all this stuff. Yeah. And then you make a plan. Yep. You stick to it, but you're constantly analyzing. Constantly. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to pivot. And these days when prices are constantly, mm-hmm. oh, it's cheaper at Costco. Oh, it's cheaper at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm getting it from the Amish. Oh, now it's the restaurant store. Mm-hmm. Every single week we're comparing prices. Every yeah. single week we're making a new plan. We have a general outline of our goals for the year. If you have one of our planners, you also have that general outline of goals for the year. <laughs> but you have to constantly be shifting these days if you want to make the best possible use of your money mm-hmm. and time. In conjunction with all of the other steps. Yeah. Being prepared with the fence and band-aids and... All those things. Yeah. The water, the beans, the bullets, the band-aids. And be ready to pivot. Yeah. Any, I guess that's step, that's, that's step four. Yeah. Be ready to pivot. That's yeah. another B. So we could keep going, but let's just say that uh, if you want our suggested list of the first 300 things to prep, Mm -hmm. you can get it for free at offgridprepfamily.com on the store Mm -hmm. page. There's like a printable section. There's some free things. Our Morse code cheat sheet is also on there. If you want to decode our Morse message, the first person who does that gets something free off our website. Your choice. Nice. Um, you know, a printable, <laughs> not a, not a battery backup thing, but a printable. Yeah. I'll give you whatever you want. If you can figure out what that is. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening and we hope you get a lot of supplies squared away this month. Yeah. Get ready. Yeah. Prepare yourself mentally. It's only going to get mm-hmm. more expensive and more crazy. Mm. If you thought this was helpful, if you could share it with a friend. Or share it on social media. We always appreciate that. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll see more of what we're up to this fall. Fall's really a busy time for us, and it probably is for you too. Yeah. But we it try is. to post what we do when we think it's interesting. Yeah. Thanks again for listening, everyone, and have a great night. Be prepared and enjoy yourself.